Hey girls and gays. Hey girls. Hey gays. Hey girls. Hey gays. Hey girls and gays. Hey of the world. Ooh. Welcome back to I another know. episode. I know I brought it. You brought it. You you did yourself. That's what one one week of um what are we Quarantine? going through? Quarantine. That's a little DD. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of I said what I said. Where we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. I am your host, Mukundwa. Who would have known it? I am your co-host with the most, Nyakwesi. We are two sisters living in Johannesburg, South Africa. Two stunters. Two stunners. (laughs) What? You go mad. When the thing rolls, you go so weird. I do. (laughs) You love it. You're a showgirl. My sugar's low. Your sugar's lower. I need more snacks. I need more snacks. I have finished all. It is day Thursday, three. Thursday, no, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Day three. I finished the two bags of biscuits I had, the party pack, the string of chips. You know the string with six, yeah. and you cut them. You buy for all your kids for their lunches in mm. the week. Finished. I'm only left with frozen dumplings, bread, and honey, my chips that I shared with her. That she's put in a ziploc for me, so I we have, can. I'm not divide, having her, them. Her grubby hands digging into my, my corona hands. My full bag. No. So, ladies and gents, girls and guys, non-binaries, um, you've all asked that we discuss things outside of COVID-19 because you've had enough. You've had it up to here. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do a Q&A episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make a announcement. So we have an I Said What I Said listeners fund. Mm-hmm. That is a fund that goes to any of our listeners who are in financial distress after our last episode, we realized how many people were just not doing well. We're going through it. Uh, of course, us not exclude. Well, no, we're doing well. We're doing fine. We're doing, we're doing well. So if you, well, we're doing well this week. <laughs> but let me not call that. I didn't call blessings into my life. No, we're doing well. Um, if you need the money, please email us at heyiswis at gmail.com. It'll be in the description. Um, if you have money to give, please send it to us. The link is paypal.me forward slash ISWIS podcast. I will link the PayPal in the description. You can donate anything from as little as whatever you can. The minimum of PayPal is we've had anything from $6 up to $50. So please send what you can. It will all go to people, listeners in need until we say it won't. Like until that fund stops, all the money you're sending us is not a tip now it is actually going to relieve listeners Mm -hmm. right um i will be fundraising for that vacuum dildo at some point for sure you need to learn the name i think it's a womanizer okay i mean they're not sponsoring this why should i say this well it just sounds so like violent it is a vacuum dildo and like (laughs) say it say with your chest well i just it's just it's wrong and you should get it right okay yeah no no when, at the beginning of sentences okay do you take them out oh shame Nyak's okay Nyak edits the podcast now and she's upset because I make sounds with my mouth leave them in how about you leave them in it's ASMR Mukundo, those things will break your eardrums oh when we amplify yeah okay alright I'll try my best yes alrighty let's get into it let's get right in so how are you doing Mukundra? a check in I am doing very well <laughs> So I had 
last year, I don't know if any of you listeners recall, I had mentioned that I was freelancing and my parents were financially assisting because it was not picking up. So I was working on Fiverr and Upwork and the money was just not covering what I needed it to. And this year it has started to. So I had a strategy of getting a part-time job for Jan. It was going to be for 12 months so that I could actually make two salaries, like one full one via the work I did offline and one full one online. And then I'd have double the savings. My parents wouldn't have to support me, all that good stuff. So I got a job in January. Um, Very happy about that. It was such a relief. Uh, And I just was filled with a lot of gratitude, like to not have to need my parents' assistance, Um, but also so grateful that they believed in the work I was doing online and in my source, my freelance source, that they were going to help out. So I got a job. Um, but really it was more 12 years a slave because I was a slave. Uh, I wouldn't call that employment. And I've quit already. I've already quit. <laughs> what, three weeks? No, six weeks. Mid, Mid-Jan to mid-March. I quit on my birthday. They called me and they're like, do you want to renew? And I was like, no, this is not good for both of us. We explained, we went in detail. But essentially, yeah, they were taking advantage. Um, and I also was not what they needed. They just hired a fish when they really needed a monkey. Hmm. Is that all a little bit racist undertones? Well, because I know the the whole story and I know like everything around it that that it does have racist undertones. Oh yeah, true. Well, they are. They were anyway. Stop. So so how I'm doing is I I'm making. I've never had this much money in my account. I'm so happy. Um, and this is all mine. This is not from my parents. This is not assisted. I've made it through my freelancing and my freelancing has really picked up probably even especially since we've all been under lockdown since December, Jan, when the coronavirus started picking up. So interestingly, I'm in a very, um, abundant season of my career. So I'm very well financially. That's great. Thank you. And I think we're so used to, I'm so used to working at home anyway. So it's, it hasn't had an, a, a negative effect on me just yet. Hmm. Um, nothing much has changed for me. Um, I think your adjustment period was, you had an adjustment period because you had gotten used to going out every day yeah. to your fancy offices. Very fancy offices. That's difficult. It is difficult not having, being outside in the sun. And I think I do, I experience SAD, seasonal affective disorder. Did so, you make that up? No. Hmm. <laughs> Can you guys hear this woman? Did I make up a condition that science has told us exists. No, that's why I was so unwell in England. And that's why I'm so unwell on days that it's overcast here. Oh, you sound so bougie. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Do you want to expand or? It's raining. Come inside and wait for it to stop. That's not how that works. No, uh, I, un- I understand. I yeah, understand. no. So I'm well. Look, I'm very well. Um, we also were doing home exercises, Nyak and I. Mm. We do dance classes together. We do Tabata uh on youtube it's so much fun Mm. so i'm doing really really and not going outside means i'm saving money i'm doing i'm doing well i didn't think about that that we're saving money by not going out yeah i'm I'm happy about myself then there's a state of joburg and the state of um sa state of the world that i'm concerned with all right what about you What's new? What's different? What's happening? Yeah, what's happening? This Yeah. Similarly like you, or maybe I'll start with my adjustment work-wise hasn't been that big because um I work at home. I I've gotten used to working at home alone. Um You've done it for years. I've done you? it for years mm. and not lost all of my mind, which you pointed out the other day, and I'm pretty proud of myself. 
like this, you know, kind of isolation thing is hard and I've been isolated for years and maintained a popping mm. character. I think you have lost your mind, by the way. You do? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Oh my God, I'm so interested. Will you tell me now or later? I can tell you after you finished your... Oh my God, I'm so catch excited. Up. Yeah, I think you've lost your mind. Um, This is really good. Um, <laughs> content. <and so laughs> I know, content. This is what we do for you people. Um, so the adjustment wasn't big for me, um, because I am used to being isolated. And then, um, I went to go and see a, my numerologist that I love. When? Oh, I didn't go. So the last time I went to go see her and she mentioned that now would be a good time for me to work with other people, like to be employed. And I just, you know, I held a cross up to her face and I was like, no. Um, but then someone just contacted me like a week before the shutdown no two weeks before the shutdown and we're like hey we're a company and we need your services um would you be willing to work part-time and it just all worked out so when I started work was a, a week before the shutdown and it's just coming at the right time so I now have this like consistent flow uh inflow um mm. and um which really just buffers the other money that I'm making online and you know it's it's a really good security to have and so ever since um, the virus hit South Africa and the subsequent shutdown, I've been so busy. I haven't been this busy in a long time because it's maintaining already my work, my online work, which was just bringing me enough to like be fine. Um, yeah. All my expense and everything with a bit of extra. And, but now with this other full other job where I'm the only voice over artist they have now because the, their other one didn't have their own studio. So I've had oh, to take man. on all this work. So it's very, um, I've been very busy. They haven't paid me yet. I need to check in with them. But I've been very busy and I've been feeling very good and I can just see that getting better and better. So bringing this back to the numerologist, she did say that this period of my life would be a great time to work, to be employed. And it's just so happens that I am now being employed like that's interesting yeah and it's and it and i'm loving having that structure um yeah yeah i love what i love about jobs is that they show you how much more you can dream for yourself hey. so i was so grateful for the work i had and the yeah. money but i was also like you know you can't rest on your, even if it was a good work environment what is this saying about what i can achieve in the future mm. how much bigger how much better and for you as well mm. um it's so I love that what the numerologist said coincided Correct. or came true, manifested. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we can get bigger and better in terms of you Correct. working with other people too. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, mm -hmm. and oh, just in terms of finishing off how I am and um, I'm really enjoying how you and I are managing our um, isolation space and how, as you say, we're exercising together. We're thinking about what we cook and how we cook and how we work around each other. I think I've seen us both being just a bit more sensitive as to what the other one needs, a bit of space. Um, I know that like when I've had little irritations, I've just, I've really scrutinized them and asked myself, is it because I'm isolated or because it's warranted and does Mukunda need space? And it's really, it's really nice to see us kind of swimming around each other and, and then also just uplifting each other, being more gentle with each other. I've, I've seen when we've both been a bit irritated at something, we've been able to make it a joke and move on. And then it kind of dissipates. I don't know if you felt it. I have a hundred percent. I've not said because I feel I'm much more sensitive and prone to being hurt and offended. Mm. So I don't want to pathologize everything you do as you averting crisis for us. Okay. And make you feel, you know what I mean? I don't want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't impose m my perception. Oh, so okay. I've, ne I've not mentioned, but I do feel okay. that. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, and I think that's, 
interesting. I think a lot of us are experiencing, gosh, I think this is a common experience. So what I call me, myself and I culture, which is self-care culture of um, like self-isolate, cancel your date with friends. You deserve a rest. Uh, you know, don't answer, pick up the phone, leave that WhatsApp group, stay in bed and watch a series, chill, is being kind of stretched out where we're really, I think we have to consistently interrogate our desire to be asocial and antisocial mm-hmm. and alone because we have to ask who it benefits and also just like be mindful that we are social creatures. So they are just levels to what's healthy. Mm. So I think jumping off that, we're also used to, tw- 2019 was about carving our own space and like honoring ourselves first and like putting our emotional um, needs first. And now we're being forced to be in the same spaces as our lovers, as our parents, as our siblings, as our friends all the time. Mm. And that's really stretching a lot of us and our emotional range and intelligence on how we deal with each other. Um, I think a lot of us are feeling like animals in a cage because that's how we actually have to treat ourselves because we have to stay indoors. Mm. And I think it can be fertile ground to really, you have no other choice but to stay inside. So why not exercise and practice some social theory and like challenge yourself to be, I really like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, challenge yourself to be gracious or like I'm trying something where... Do you want to th- tell me before you've done it? Uh, well, it's now. I can tell you now. Okay. I think I I listen to respond with you because I think I already have it in my head that the conclusion I've arrived that you've, you've probably just not got yet. Mm. Um, I just need to reiterate. And I don't... <laughs> And when she says reiterate, she means repeat, like not restate in a different way or no. like bring out different subtleties. She literally just says the same thing she just said again. Yeah. And I think it's hard to know. No one believes that of themselves. It's really hard to identify because you're acting from a place of you know you're right and it's for the greater good because you're right. So it's so hard to examine where you're being conceited and self-important. But I, so the only way I realized <laughs> was that when you'd finished speaking, there wouldn't even be a second gap between me responding, even on the podcast, like there's never a gap. Mm. And so it's like, okay, but are you really listening? Because if there's no gap, when have you been thinking? Mm. Were you thinking while they were talking? Like, were you really being present? Mm. And so that's just one of the ways in which I'm having to examine how I socialize with you Mm. and engage with you. But I do, it's really, it's hard and frustrating and if you watch animals, like if you have two cats, they're mm-hmm. all friendly and then suddenly they will just like scratch each other and then like move apart and then come back together. And that's how it's feeling. Like all of us are probably having these really mm. good times mostly, but then these tense explosions mm. here and there and then like calm again. So it's very interesting. That's a really, a really, I like that analogy. Because hmm. yeah. yeah, that is how cats are and it's, that's how we feel. And I, I like that analogy because it reminds me that it's okay to literally want to be slitting your wrists, ripping out your fur. Um, and then, but love you so much also in the next, you know, five minutes or whatever. And even thinking, so I raised me and Yak, and, and this is the extent, I think it's important to also outline our fights because when you, I have a feeling the the lens through which we all look at 
a couple we like and admire on YouTube is the lens through which some of our listeners look at our relationship. Like questions like, do we ever fight are wild. Mm. And that just shows that we must look like we just always get along. Mm. And that's probably just a bunch of reasons. Perhaps Mm. we curate it that way. Perhaps we do get along mostly. Like we never put on our stories. It's never you and us bickering about why you didn't clean the gunk out of my sink after you rinsed your dishes in it. Yeah. And that's how we fight. It's like the small stuff. Yeah. So we were in discam. We were in a, um, We were in a pharmacy, a pharmacy, right? And Yak was walking too quickly, and I was because and I was sweating. And I, I told her twice, please walk slower or just walk slower. She even knocked into this like white lady who got really flustered oh, because white, it's Corona old season. Lady, yeah, lady. so not only are you black and you're not touching her, <laughs> it's also Corona season. So now she's overwhelmed because she's white South African. So it'd be as it be. And then I was like, Tanya, I think I just stopped. Like I just stopped walking. And also and then, said yeah, things. And then, no, 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 no. I just stopped walking and you bumped into me and you're like, why do you just stop in the middle of the aisle? And I was like, you've been... <laughs> and we fought, right? Wait, what's the point of this? My story's so story? different. No, but but the, the point is that that was one of the fights we had. Right, is that that's what that looks like. Yeah. Is this mundane? Interesting. Yeah. I had a greater point, but I've forgotten. Um, but, but it, was, it was taken over by your lesser monkey brain. It was now taken over my monkey brain. But to to circle back to the talk about our freelancing and how we're doing really well financially. When Nyak and I, or really, it's probably just me, I feel like, semi-force all of you to get into online work with Fiverr and Upwork, I feel like we never recommend anything that hasn't brought us so much blessing. So I will talk about a hypnotherapist. I will talk about online work because they've worked for me and... Like, I'd want to evangelize a little bit about them all because they're like my truth and they work. So I must really stress that I'm going to have a document out. This was in line with the I Said What I Said fund that Nyak and I have put together that have a lot of resources for freelancers online, ways you can get started, platforms that you can offer your services. It's all going to be there and comprehensive, but it's only as good as you guys make it so i don't know all the platforms i use two there are hundreds out there if you do any freelance work please do email or dm me the url so that i can put it onto this open share document open source open share document um so yeah please do consider online work please do consider going digital if your money is going mad at the moment um i wish everyone could have the a bit of mm. the security we're feeling yeah but yeah, yeah, it's very true. I just wish everyone should have this. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But that's how we're doing. Yeah. Let's get on to the first. Let's get right into this podcast. Into the Q&A. We're in. This is so weird. Why are we in such a good mood today? I feel like the last few podcast episodes have been, been in a... bad moods. Yeah. We're in a good mood for a bunch of reasons. We had um, difficult logistic conversations about the potty today. Oh, did we? Weren't, didn't we? Wasn't that difficult? Look, I think we've been, I've been managing my energy. Okay. And I think you have, I really feel you have been too. Like, just one eyebrow raised too many from you and it really sets me off. So I think, I feel like Guys, you've been managing. I need to be airlifted out of here. <laughs> ah, I'm very sensitive. I'm so close to the edge. Okay. I'm very sensitive. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Hey? I think I need to remember that because I do forget how sensitive you are. I'm very, and I think, man, yeah. I'm looking forward to the day I can recognize that that can be really difficult for people to deal with because I don't recognize that at the moment. Mm. 
So that's that. So the first question in the Q&A. Yeah. Why? And this is the first and last coronavirus, guys. I know you don't want to hear about it. Why is the coronavirus being used as escapism? Oh my God, I would be living my best life, but I can't because of coronavirus. Like everyone would have still been at McDonald's. (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) This Why are you so dying? Funny. I was dying because the first time I read this, I interpreted li- being at McDonald's as being part of living your best life. And I was like, true, they're, you know, big tasty burger <laughs> really rocks. And now they have the nice vegan No, options. I think they mean hand up in McDonald's. I think that's what they mean. Yeah. Now that I understand. So why do you think, why do you think people are using it as escapism? Hmm. I think Wait, it's... I have, I have an answer. Yours are usually so long and like... Yeah, they are long. Yeah. Um... I think it's because people need an excuse. They need someone to put the blame on and people don't know how to take responsibility. They're also regretting having not done anything when they, when things were different, when now they see how things were easier before. Um, So instead of living their best life now, okay, fine, you can't go out to the shops and buy the art supplies, but what do you have in your home that you can DIY or Mm -hmm. be crafty with or be creative with? Um, Yeah, can you play card games with your siblings? Yeah, you can't go out to the pub anymore, but what can you do? So it's just that taking Mm -hmm. responsibility and being okay with being a little more, a little less comfortable and having it a little less idyllic or a lot less idyllic. And making do and daring to have fun anyway, daring to enjoy anyway, and almost like um, go in the face of your ego that was that is saying oh, the other way was better. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how people hold on to the identity, the, the negative identity. It's like yeah, not having the the courage to go against that. Um, and yeah, does that make sense? You know, when people the beginning made sense, but I think all of it. I think. I think a lot of people make sense of that. Okay, I just good. don't, but it makes sense. It does, yes. It makes sense. All right. Well, you asked to use my paints. So mm. are you not part of this team? Look, I just think, first of all, I do think a lot of people were doing the things they're lamenting. I think a lot of people were in the club all the time and now they can't. Like, I think the social butterflies are suffering a lot. And I think that's not fake. That's what I've been mm. witnessing. Mm-hmm. I also think... When you have your freedoms taken away, you just start to appreciate the small things more. Mm. Um, and so that's all this is, is that we've been slaves for our whole lives that you kind of, you forget that you are one because it's so normalized. And when you've take when your liberties are taken away, you realize all the ways in which you are a slave and were a slave before your liberties were taken away. So like the ways we were that working. That all does make sense because if you're a slave, you don't have liberties. Oh, well, no, no. We have, we have range within the slavery. The cage. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So like... How we had to go to, you had to commute, what, two hours to work and two hours from work for mm-hmm. a job that now you're doing on Zoom. All these things that you're realizing that, you know, all the ways I have been living were ridiculous. All the ways I am still living are horrific. Um, and then you appreciate the things you took for granted. So like one of the jokes is, um, I'm even going to stay to the club till they cash up. I'll help them cash up because we'd leave at 1am. <laughs> and so it's a joke, you know, but... <laughs> I think that's just how we're making sense. I don't think you should take that seriously. People complaining. I just think it's, it is tough and it's just how people are making sense of it. And not that it's not your business, but I don't see why that would rub anyone the wrong way that people are complaining about things they've not done. I, I, I do see how it can rub them the wrong way. And I think I would also be rubbed the wrong way because I just feel like it's, it's complaining as a culture. This complaining culture is a big thing and it's so tiring and it's boring and there's no solution to it. There's no end goal, but the complaining um, itself. 
And I hear that. I think this is a very different circumstance. The world is under quarantine. I think that's very different to, you know, Bella Noche is being shut down because there was a shooting in it and you can't go. But if you're one of the people that are complaining about living your best life, that mm. me- I feel that means you have the means to be living well where, where you are now. Yeah, you do. But I mean, for example, now... I would really just much rather go get some pizza and I can't. I can complain about that and still eat my rice at home. You can, but to what end? For what? Why would you now start coming and complaining? Mm. But yeah, I hear you. Look, I hear and you. I, I think, hear you too. I just, yeah. it's, if it's pointless, if you were, but you're going to be under quarantine for another two and a half weeks. But why you, not? I think it's different from going, oh, I really like, oh, I could do the pizza right now rather than, um, let me see. Rather than really kind of having a sit down with me and my man, you know, if it wasn't this quiet, like I could have been out in the park. Do you know? I mean, and if I was in the park, like everything could have been better. You see this mm. thing that and like really complaining about it. I'm not talking about um, a throwaway comment, which I've made, which you make. And I think mm. which we all do. Oh, man. Like I really just I just want to go wash my car. I hate washing, you know, my mm. car, blah, blah, things that you hate doing or like wouldn't it be nice to pick up. Just to have a little bit more freedom. That's fine. But, I, or maybe I've read this question into this question too deeply, but it just, it does sound like that, um, you know, someone is lying on the couch, um, which is f- also fine, but not using what they have around them hmm. to get some relief or have some I joy see. and hmm. complaining, you know, when, when options are available. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yes. People complain, but take no action, even when they had the opportunity. That's what I mean oh i don't mind those people at all i just stay away from them i really think if people want to ruin their lives that's absolutely their prerogative Mm. and that doesn't like concern me in the slightest that's true i just hope they just have to make sure it doesn't intersect or interfere with mine yes yeah yeah no we're in agreement okay i can't come and heal myself okay uh let's discuss i like this question Mm -hmm. you read this one oh okay 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 i love it you land on Mars. This is Jacob. This is Jacob. We can say. Oh, I love Jacob. I love Jacob. I know. Hi, Jacob. I know. You land on Mars and Elon assigns you the following task. I, first, first of all, I fucking love that this is set on Mars and that Elon's involved. It's already so dramatic. <laughs> it's Edu- our future, hey? Elon's taking us. I'm. Do you know how excited I am for this, for the, the new world? I think it's going to be so messed up. You and won't so- make it. And that's fine. That's great. Like, I, I really want to see this bit. I know. I want to see like the, the dissolving of everything and new things coming and like how AI start to eat us. This mustn't start with our family, right? No, I really don't care. Like, uh, I, I don't care if the machines start controlling this me. This Gemini, watch it. She'll be in tears tomorrow. <laughs> I will. But it's going to be so interesting. Like, we've, you know, we've yeah. lived this life now. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing is to, to go off grid and wait to die in I'm, the forest. I'm very confident that I would be spared by aliens. Not by machines, but by aliens. I really think I would. Oh, you or me? You, no, no, if no, they me. Had to pick, why would they pick you over me? I think you're much less useful. Hmm. Mugundra, I am so... Ad- My spine is so bendy that I will, yeah. I will yes master anyone. You're good for military fodder. Like, you're strong. <laughs> but yeah, f- finish your question. Let me, let, me, let me talk to Jacob here. Okay, so you land on Mars and Elon assigns you the following task. Educate the next generation... What coursework or projects do you have the students undertake? All I know, I I actually read this. I know what I'm taking out the curriculum. Yeah. So absolutely no mention of race. 
Yeah. Absolutely no mention of gender. Absolutely mm. no mention of sexuality. No mention of any like phenotypical markers. Mm. Phenotypical means expressed on the outside. Everyone knows. Oh, that. really? Did you? I sure. had no idea. That's why I waited till you finished. I know. I could see her eyes got all big. Um, and any question they asked me, it depends what the question is. But for most of them, I'd say I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. I really think I don't know. The I don't know. I don't know. System is already like that, Mukunda. Do you reckon the students? No, no, no. I hear you. I would do that. I think. It's, I think, what do you call that politics? Gender, race, it's called something politics. I, identity politics mm-hmm. are so, identity is so fun until it becomes identity politics. Mm-hmm. It's so cool that my shape, my skin is this color and yours is that. And my hair goes to the sky and your hair lies flat. And your bum looks like this and mine looks like that. And your bridge, that's so fun and colorful and textured and mm. cute. Like that's fun that we all like flowers, just different looking flowers. But now the fact that politics gets involved is so boring and we've wasted so much time and potential on just fighting for rights, on on fighting each other, on oppressing and liberating. It's wasting our time. Mm. And that's the one thing I would certainly disallow is any, um, I just wouldn't even start to frame things in that way. Mm. I think we can all remember when we... Like when we discovered our genitals, it was just a fun, funny thing. Yeah. And probably even funny because we could tell it was something we weren't supposed to really be. Yeah. It was clearly like a thing. There was tension around. When we discovered. But even before the tension was there, it was nothing. It was just, it was a, just genital. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then I think a lot of people can remember when they first realized they were a certain color or a certain class that they had no money. Mm. Um, so there's a time before that. Like there is space for living without that stuff. And. I'm 27 and I'm bored of it, eh? Like, I'm just mm. so bored of looking at this stuff as other than just flavors. Mm. So that's all I know I would certainly instill mm. and insist on. Mm-hmm. What about you? What would be, like, the three pillars of your mm-hmm. education system, of Nyak's mm-hmm. education system? RuPaul, Drag Race, Sewing, oh, and wow. Travel. Mukundra, I was supposed to answer... That's all you know. Oh my gosh. I have just, anyway, no, I will, I'm not even going to segue. So I would, the first thing I think would be, um, okay, I don't know. I'm not going to rank them, but it would be learning um, how to play and, and like investigative play and more play to a much, much older level, like all the time and in different ways. Like everything would be about like fun and play and curiosity and, and then following that. And, and if, and if that leads to like physics and why, and why that's fun or biology and the way this is made of, and did you know, like at the smallest level, a cell looks like this and we can go into it and blah, blah, blah. Um, but all around like curiosity and fun and play, um, there would definitely be no like, um, um, like grading system. You just, you know, the more you want to know, then the further you go along. Okay, that's the one. The other one would be about like love and relationships, like how we relate to each other, um, about feelings like emotional intelligence, um, like studying each other and emotions and like, you feel like this, you feel like that when, you know, this makes me feel and so on and so forth. Um, and the other thing I think would be um, exploring the, uh, like the sixth sense stuff. From mm. intuition to esoteric to all of those other, like that other realm, um, to like psychic abilities and, you know, your, all, all of those things, like really tapping into that. Um, it would be exploring all of those things. I would definitely do away with, um, 
so so channeling people into like the factory system like we have now that would be led by curiosity so everything would go so much slower fine but people that were really curious in those ways would just delve deeper and deeper and deeper and so you might only get like five scientists but then elon's like listen you bitch no we'll kill him (laughs) (laughs) he got us there thanks elon oops just pop him off the edge into space no we're done Thank you. You know, our podcast is going to get flagged now. Oh, shit. I'm joking. It's not going to get I think, um, but what happens when Elon's like, listen, you coon nigga whore. <laughs> I need 500 astrophysicists. 100 cooks. And also Amazon needs more employers because Three, getting boxes to, the, to Mars is hard now. Literally. How are you going to... Hmm, we'll have to think of a whole curriculum. Well, look, I'm not about to go think that deep for this question now. When we have to, I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering if I'd even have school. If it was up to me, I'd let kids run around naked doing exactly what they wanted. And then I'd have to really think of how to discipline them in terms of when they hurt other kids out of fun. Yeah. How do you kind of handle that and express that that's cruelty? The problem with that is I do, I do feel like structure is useful. And that's why I think that the systems that we have in place had sound um, foundations or at least intentions at the onset. Um, They just went awry when Bezos and... I don't need to leave him alone. Moses took over. Who's Moses? He did the Ten Commandments and told everyone they were wrong about things. No, yeah, well, we need structure because we have structured lives. But if we didn't have structured lives, we wouldn't need structure. But uh, that's the, I don't think we ever didn't have structured lives, even when we are living in oh, we did. villages and communities. Yeah. There's structure everywhere. How do you think crops are planted? But that's not through school. But they didn't have school. Not to school learn as we know it, but learning systems. We you, every night we sit around the fire, we tell stories so that you will know our stories and you can pass them on to my yeah. kids. So it's not you don't get graded on it, but there is a structure. It's not everyone doing whatever they want. There is a way that things work. And so I think that that's great. So you and your kids will run around wild and free and sell your neighbors and so that and then it'll be havoc. Then someone will be like, Okay, we need to control <laughs> these kids. Right. Let's A you know what? Let's invent a school. It'll start all over again. So I think we should take the good things out of what we do have. Yeah. And I think structure is one of them. New. All right. Yeah. All righty. Well, that's how we'll raise our kids on Mars. <laughs> this is an interesting one because we had an argument about this the other day, me yeah. and Yak. Mm. So someone said they want us to discuss the beauty of being a black woman and being supported by black people. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. um, I think there is no beauty, man. Not that there is no beauty. There is beauty. Speak to it. Speak to it. No, no, no. I think I just popped off a little bit. I think it's... I think that there is the in theory, which is wonderful, and I've loved it. And I know that when I, um, you know, try to support businesses, it's black women, and that's great, but it's in my head theory. And then there's in practice where... I don't know. I just don't... I don't know. Let me stop. I'll probably erase this. Why don't you... <laughs> mm. I know what you're saying, though, but yeah. So what's interesting with this, me and you had a disagreement because you say you support if you had... If there were two businesses and one... And don't give a bad example. Like one is a decorated um, let me, let me, Jewish let me dentist and the other is a startup black woman dentist. Who do you go to? 
Well, that's what exactly what you said, though. I said, you've got one, let's take, a, I don't know, whoever, a white, a white from somewhere. A Slovakian white person has a tuck shop selling knickknacks. A Ugandan black person has a tuck shop selling, selling knickknacks. knickknacks. But the Ugandan one is a little more subpar. You said you'd go for but the Ugandan the one. Knick-knack, definitely, the knickknacks are sealed. It's the same. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Wait a minute. Don't wait. do that. No, no, no. Okay, fine, fine. Let's just, it was like yeah. the fact that the, their product is a bit more subpar. The service is a bit more subpar. But you were saying it's not, as like, long as it's not detrimental enough, you'd sooner go correct. there, have so, a bit of struggle in the so shop. if it's and, two seamstresses, if it's two seamstresses, one is the Ugandan that makes the dresses where you can see the hems are a bit messy and mm. it doesn't quite fit. And the other is a Slovak. Sulva- just say a Soviet Union's bitch. Soviet Union sis. A Soviet Union mommy. And the other's a Soviet Union mommy. No, it's the Soviet Union, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're confusing me now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a Slovakian person oh. who sews immaculately. Um, depending depending on the... If it's just to go to the mall, I'm going to fucking support my Ugandan babe. Why? But if it's for a wedding, then I'll, you know, I'll go support the Slovakian babe. Also, like, but she'll probably get one out of four or five supports, maybe. But then I, th- I actually, that's how it would start out. And if the Ugandan woman doesn't um, up her game, hmm. I'd probably leave her altogether eventually. Because I can't waste yeah. my money by coming home and now doing fixing things. We might have discussed this actually before I recall this. Wait, the, the whole point, Mukundra, we've totally strayed. The whole point is, isn't it wonderful to be black and be supported, to be a black woman and to have this network of support around you, basically? Well, not necessarily. I think it just depends on context. So um, I think when I lived in the nether regions, yes. Nether regions? Yeah, in do the you know, West. Do you know what that means? You think it means genitals? It means genitals. So when you lived in the private part, when I lived in the nether regions, um, I definitely appreciate. We've discussed this before how you're not black until you leave Africa, basically, is the summary. Um, so when you leave Africa and you're in a place where other people are different colors to you, then you're black and then it matters that you have like a support system that look like you. When you're in the country or sorry, in the continent, um, when you're in the continent, then it's maybe tribal. It's across language lines, across ethnic lines or cultural lines. So I think for you, it probably is important. You're probably in one of those countries. Um, I can see why in England it's important to have your black sisters and brothers and non-binary babes supporting you. I I resented that. I did resent having, needing it so much and being let down so much. Mm. Every time you go to the shop, there's no anyway let me not get that's started. the thing there isn't really a solidarity outside of the political kind of mental sphere of it all i of the theoretical sphere it's just also weird because what is blackness mm. do you know what i mean like i'm ugandan you are jamaican we're not the same just because my color like and that's where the issue is whereas groups who who we're so culturally specific with other groups and that specific specificity matters because they really do form genuine relationships along those lines of shared cultural experience Mm. i'm black but i don't know what it's like to be black in detroit so there's going to be a fisher there at some point i'm going to be a monkey and you're going to be a dumb um a dumb black from detroit like at some point it's gonna (laughs) your racism is (laughs) hopping off today i'm really enjoying this yeah you've left you were so you've left yourself with so few vices now you just (laughs) you become hyper racist i love it nyak what are you most proud of? 
You've got so much. You've got a, a, a lot to be proud of. That's so sweet and really wonderful to hear. Thank you, Mukundra. And because actually because of you, you um, really is big upping me. How do you say, how do you use that in a, um, <laughs> in a way that's makes respect, sense. decent, uh, supporting, no, big encouraging. Upping. I want to use the, the verb big up. You want to conjugate. I don't know how to conjugate to big up. <laughs> Honestly. You can say big upping me. Okay. Um, I realized how much I have achieved. Um, didn't th- you always feel like that bitch? No. Oh, no. Also, so coming because I was such a high achiever in school and then getting to the real world and realizing, hey, you can't cram, you know, an office job. You mm, just <laughs> you had the cheat sheet until you left. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I knew how to get it right in school and thereafter I didn't. Are you anxious about your legacy? I think I yeah. kind of am. You yeah. too? Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I'm I'm letting go of it a lot and um, I'm letting myself let go of it. Yeah. It, But I do think as it's as it stands now and as i can see and saying this with as much levity as possible it, it looks like i'll amount to nothing mm. <laughs> which is and i don't i don't really let myself um acknowledge that a lot but but i also know so it looks like i'll amount to nothing but i also know that i'm doing well for myself right now like i'm taking care of myself i've created a career out of nothing um and I've created an identity for myself. Mm. Um, I think that's probably what I'm most proud of. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, is, is who I am today and through everything that I've been through and managed to, to craft a life, to craft a life, like everything in my life is of, or of my choosing it. This is, this slavery is really good. Like the way I've put it all together and I'm yeah. proud of myself. Mix and match. Yeah. Especially because I didn't follow the traditional pathways of studying something that puts you on a ladder that makes it quite clear about the steps and the boxes you need to tick to, to progress, is, oh. which is what I did in school. So you're saying you've done well considered you didn't even, you, you chose the less beaten path. Correct. Okay. Yes. I love that. Um, um, yeah, so yeah. I'll I'll deal with my legacy later, but right now I think I'm more concerned with plugging out of this, that of this of the system of the expectation. Um, no, I'm plugging out of the system What's and system? having fun. The career wheel. Okay, okay, yeah. and that's through fire. Yes, got it. It was until the economy crashed, so we'll see what happens now. No, you can still do fire. We're earning in dollars. True. Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I wonder about legacy. Like, I what think. What are you most proud of? Your kids? Well, let's discuss. I don't have kids. I have Luca. I have one. And my dolls. I have th- one, two, three. Though I haven't, sh- I haven't given them a bath in ages. Yeah. My dolls. This is ground zero. <laughs> I think for me. Why would you be thinking of your legacy? You're so young. When I think legacy, I mean the path. When I look back, what's behind me? Like, what have I, um, what are my, what are my footprints? And also, what different, what would a different pathway, what would a, what would that look like if you are taking a different path? If you had studied whatever, mm-hmm. law and gone on and gone through and now you're a barrister or whatever in an affirm blah, blah, blah. do you, would that answer be any different like what would your legacy be then what your 15 paychecks like what would it be 
Legacy by legacy, I mean, if somebody had to call me in the office and say, what do you have to show for yourself for the years you've been out of uni? That's what I'm talking about. Less on what people can pick up and continue, more just what have I done with my time? And that question only, I mean, I turned 27 this month. All the money that you guys sent for dildos is now going to... The relief fund. The relief fund. Can you, you are believe welcome. it? welcome. Yeah, she was going to spend it all. I'm sick. Oh, well, of course. Mm. Surely I deserve at, at least... Tangent. A dildo. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, hitting 27... God gave you 10 dildos, Mukunda. God gave me 10 dildos. <laughs> On your hands. Oh, you're so... <laughs> is Nyak funny to you guys? <laughs> A bit delayed, but it was good. It was really good. So she funny to you guys. Please carry on looking back. <laughs> She's literally holding it like she can't breathe. She's saying fin- so Yeah, like before I used Okay. So I've always as a kid and as a young person, I was always told I was smart for my age. And I was very smart. And or rather wise. I was wise for my age and mature for my age. I was very. But there's no such thing as mature for your age at 27. Like, you Bitch, just needed... <laughs> can I tell you how that fucked me up? When I got to, like, 23, I was like, eh, when yeah. is this going to end? When are people going to be stopping impressed about my age and... Yeah, it's like, you no, know? you should be. So, I used to be special and ahead of the curve. And now... And before my story was always, oh, I've, I've, you know, just done uni, had a startup in London, didn't really work. I'm here now. And this is all this interesting stuff I'm doing. So that story was still fresh. The novelty of this girl being from Uganda, but raised in South Africa and Switzerland and then England and then had a startup. That's all. I'm, there's some distance now that I'm picking up between that story <laughs> and now. Right. Mm. That was 2016. It is 2020. What have you done in these four years? And I think a lot of it has to do with also my CV. I'm quite anxious about the fact that we're supposed to be able to reduce our value into a piece of paper or, mm. or two sli- one or two pieces. That is overwhelming because what the piece of paper says isn't what I am or what I want to do. Mm. It doesn't reflect when those things are aligned for you. That's awesome. When before you've entered a room, people can get a sense of who you are. No one can get a sense of who I am besides the fact that maybe I'm flighty, don't stick things out too long, get bored easily, um, prefer working for myself, either difficult to work with or um, for whatever reason is not hasn't kept a job for over two years. Mm. That's what that reads as, but that's not who I am. And the value my friends and family um, and probably the podcast listeners receive from me is not what a workplace or, or is not communicated on a CV mm. and is not what a workplace will be receiving from me. And that's weird because you've been, you're so like loved and held up by all the the main tenets of your character that you don't take into work because those are the things that are soft. Those are the soft skills, the way you love, the way you care for people. And those are the things that are undervalued and not paid for in work but you have to put them to but you you can't lead in an interview room about how you have soft skills but those are what will keep you your job so it's so hard because you can't sell your soft skills because that's seen as weird unprofessional um what does an accountant have to do with being a good listener and it's like but that has everything to do with it and so it's like the workplace hasn't there's such a big divide between millennials um young people and workplaces because we operate so differently um if i'm not happy i leave if people aren't happy they leave now that's what we do so 
we're going to look so different on paper and we're in this in-between phase like the people just below us who were born in the 2000s they'll be working online that's fine we're in that phase of transition mm. where we are the pioneers of that uh so everyone after us will be much better off because things will have adjusted so when you ask like what i'm most proud of it just i just thought of that the idea of a legacy and how nearly none of my friends do work that reflects them or that is meaningful to them it's all just for money whereas our parents they would and people before us thomas baker was a baker that's why his son was baker right Senator Butcher was a bu- like you actually took the name of what you did. Work was life and it made sense. And that's all you, you didn't want any more than to work, go home, fuck, have kids. Um, and now that's expanded for us. So it's a, it's a big transition in terms of what work means in our lives. We are much more entitled, but why not? We're just a better breed of slaves or rather we push against our slavery a bit more. We're not a better breed. We push against it a bit more. So that's a very complicated question. Um, because I don't want much to change between what I'm doing now and what I'll be doing in 10 years. Mm -hmm. But how do I explain that to my aunts and uncles? What do you do? Um, I speak into a mic, uh, all day and all night. Oh, okay. Who pays you? A whole bunch of people. Oh, okay. How do you get paid on on the internet? Okay. So where's your place of work? It's at home. Huh? Hmm. Okay. What all these questions that like, it's so, how do I dress this up to sound stable and impressive and comforting to the people who love me who are concerned? Why is, but why are you so concerned with the people who love you and what they think about you as the determinant of this legacy that you talk about? It's rather that I have to be involved in that process. If they could ask these questions and get their answers without me there, I wouldn't mind. But I'm the person who has to interpret First, understand what they're implying and what they're asking. Then interpret my response so that it can be in a language they understand. They don't know what content creator is. I am the one burdened with interpreting that. Um, and it's, it is just a fact. Like, it is really... Mm. Ha- you can't bypass that. I do have to. Like, I was explaining to a family member. They asked me about my sexuality and I said, I'm queer. Realizing this person's in their 60s. When they were a young, queer, I... I'm of the generation where queer has been reclaimed and that's a, it's a neutral to positive word and it means your sexual identity. Do you remember, darling, queer used to be an offensive word. So I saw their look in their face and I was like, oh man, I'm the one who has to now explain. They've missed uh, the time in which we transitioned this word and reclaimed it. I've got to explain to them. I've got to be the gatekeeper of their understanding. That burden's on me because I know more. Um... So, yeah, yes. And I I understand that. And and maybe just to acknowledge what you where you are, I hadn't stopped to think about that, like for you. So, I, you know, I've gone through the working world and I've got had a little thing on my CV and then took it and I've built my or took a break in inverted commas Mm. and now built a career in one thing online and have things on the ground that I can pinpoint to. Um, but but I'm also very not interested in a CV in any way, shape or form. Mm. But for you, um, I hadn't ever thought about it in that sense that, you know, you haven't had your CV days. So I've had my CV days um, and you haven't had that yet. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a different ball game for you, or at least it's, you know, you're experiencing it all quite differently. Mm. And I hadn't realized that that, you know, that, that is an, an, an anxiety, um, inducing thing 
for you. So just to acknowledge that. Um, but and then my, but my other question around all that, though, is um, just coming back to the original question of what are you most proud of mm. and how all of that was generated. So all your how you're f- falling short in the external eye to other people is um, w- was your response to all of that. Like it generated all of that. Um but you didn't talk about you though. So you basically were explaining how there's nothing to be proud of because mm-hmm. nobody outside of you can be proud of you because there's nothing to see from the outside because they don't understand um, what mm. you've gone through on the inside, what you're going through and where your values are now mm. and that you're happy with where you are. But you can't be proud of that because they won't be proud of that. Oh, right. Yes. That's yes. what it sounds like. Uh, uh, that is it. Because I think... But fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. It's interesting. I think it's two-pronged. On a societal level, it doesn't matter how proud you are of yourself. The the accolades need to translate into something that's socially um, clout-worthy. And then there's, your, then, then there's, on a private level, on a personal level, what you're proud of. Those are two different realms. And I think with my age group, it's all very understandable with people older than me yeah it's just not really but I think what I would say I'm proud of is I've always been very proud of the group of friends I've curated Mm. I am extremely proud of my friends um all of them like from my really close friends just to my peripheral friends they're all fantastic and I think I love that I can connect friends in different cities I can be like okay um friend in England there's a friend from America coming do you mind you know can you host them or you guys should link up friend in this country and they do and they all love each other because or at least like each other because they're all so cool and that's a testimony I feel I am quite mindful of the people I have around me and like when I guess wow this is really selfish it's a testimony to me I make good friends that's not selfish it's that's, not self-facing no, I mean I make good great. friends yeah I love all my friends I'm, and I'm, I'm proud of them it feels nice to be able to say I would proudly you know, bring all of them. Like, yes, I think some people are embarrassed of their friends or like just wouldn't want certain people to meet them. But I'm so proud to have any of them on my arm. And I think that feels so good. That That is amazing, Kundra. I really, yeah, it feels really That's good. really good. And it definitely is a testament to how, um, to who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Should I get a master? I was thinking I should get a master's. But the, re- the problem with the master's, actually, no, I should get one. Who's going to pay? <laughs> she said it. Um, why, yeah, why do you want a master's for the people outside to... Be... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. I don't want to have to explain every time I get in the room why I'm smart. Yeah. So get a master's. And then with my CV, it's going to have all my online work that'll be supported by a master's. Then I won't look like someone who's snuck their way into digital marketing. No, I studied it. Because for older people, you have to study something to know it. So I've studied it. I know exactly what I'm doing. And then it'll really tie up It'll be such a nice bow on my skills. Mm. I can't wait. Copenhagen. Get ready for me. Get your men ready and oiled up. Next. (laughs) What makes you angry? That was the next question. Oh, what makes you angry? Yes. Hmm. When When you give me food and take it back. Why does that make you angry? Because I get my hopes up about eating the custard slice or the dumplings or this is how we're living this is our quarantine people are gonna come rob us 
Custard slice and you dumplings. Know, Mukundo slipped. She made a mistake and gave me her last two cookies this morning. She must have been full or she'd already eaten the other 18. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're two. Here, you can have them. I tell you, I, I ate them before the box landed in my hands because I knew there was <laughs> there was a 90% chance in, you know, two hours. She and I asked like, them back. And, and I did. And she did. And I said, I didn't oh. ask them back. I just said, do you eat the biscuits? And I pretended to be sad. Oh, I ate them immediately. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem asking for my food back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your... F- the minute you offer it, it's not... Even a service, the minute you offer it, it's not your... You don't have the right to, to not wash my dishes anymore. To hang my laundry. You've yeah. already offered. I love that. What makes you angry, babe? Unkindness. Like, when I, when, when I perceive that someone's being mean intentionally... Yeah. Uh, that really, really makes me sad. I don't get angry mm. often. I get sad and then I decide that the easiest way to do something is to murder someone. Because, so for example, let's just think of a president, like a dictator. Yes, so it makes strange. me so sad that you'd hurt someone. Yeah. How could you be so cruel? I think, well, the only answer, I skip angry, I just think, well, someone needs to kill him. Someone needs to kill that person. Yeah. Because what else? What's the other alternative? They just have to die. That's how I think. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, I think let's stop there. Okay. I think we've done a lot. A lot of hard work. A lot of hard work, guys. So, please remember, I said what I said. Fund, if you need money, please email us at heyiswis at gmail.com. All the information's in the um, description box of this podcast. Mm -hmm. If you have money to give, no matter how big or small, please send it via PayPal. They will take a, a cut if it's left if you send $10 and you're left with only sending 6 because I've taken $4 commission, that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful. Thank you so much. Please join our Facebook group where we continue the conversation mm. and have cutesy times. Otherwise, please stay safe, stay moisturized, stay wet, stay blessed. That's a really... That needs to be a slogan. Oh my gosh. Maybe we can put it on a shirt. On a shirt. Mm, or coasters. Let's put on some coasters. Mm. <laughs> Love you all. Love you all. Take good care. Breathe in, breathe out. And thank you so much to everyone who sent money. I've got to say thank you. Oh At least gosh. 20 people, I'd say. Can you imagine? Every other day we're waking up to donations. So kind. We really, really thank appreciate you. Thank you so much. You. May your pockets be expanded. Be lined. Many fold. May your genitals stay frothy. Oh. May your fridge stay full. You are blessed you are and blessed anointed. And highly favored. Absolutely. Bye. Bye-bye.